0: Welcome to The Living Word, the teaching ministry of Pastor Fisayo Adeni, lead pastor of the Ransomed House Lagos. Get
1: ready for enlightenment, encounter, and impartitions by the word. Be blessed as you listen.
0: That you are alive. I'm very thankful that I am alive. Very quickly, Matthew chapter 8. Uh, you know we still stand as we honor god's word in this house but let me apologize for standing because you are going to stand for a little longer than usual because i have two readings today uh matthew chapter 8 i'm trusting god that the lord will help me to deliver his word with simplicity authority and clarity in the name of jesus matthew chapter 8 and then we read verses 18 to 13. matthew 8 I want to read from the New King James Version. Matthew and then chapter eight. Um, if you are there, um, just wait for me. Yeah, this time around, I will not ask me to, uh, I need you to wait for me, I'm, I'm coming. Matthew chapter eight. It's on the screen, right? So I could just use the screen. But I have a bias towards my Bible. Matthew 8. Glory to God. 8 to 13. Okay, I think I will just go with you guys. Amen. The Bible says the centurion answered and said, Lord, listen to that. I am not worthy that thou shouldest. That's why I don't like in James. let me break it down (laughs) I am not worried that thou should come under my roof but speak the word only oh yeah he said speak the word only he said and my servant shall be healed next verse this man no no what's going on and I say okay now the centurion and said, Lord, I'm not worried that you should come under my roof, for I am a man under authority. I've been so that's under me. And I say to, next verse, to this man, go and he goes. And so another come and he cometh. And to my servant, do this and he doeth this. When Jesus had it, he marveled. Like he was surprised. He was amazed. And said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so.'" Great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. They shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And listen to verse thirteen. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant, can you read that together? and his servant was healed in the self same. He wasn't healed the next day. The moment Jesus said to him, so be done unto thee, Jesus did what sent the word, and as he sent the word, healing happened. Some following me. Very quickly shall we go to our second reading, Luke chapter 5. And then I read verses 1 to 8. Luke chapter 5 and verses 1 to 8. Don't forget we started a series about three weeks ago. I, I believe now. Uh, talking about the word of God. We started with um, living by the word and from that living by the word we entered into activating the power of the written word and on and on Thursday which is our midweek service um, I shared on um, how to find the word for my situation. Uh, you are in a situation right now. How do you find God's word for that situation? Alright so let's go to, I'll look to 5 verse 1 to 2. And let down your net for a drought. <laughs> Simon answered and said unto him, Master, you don't understand. We've taught all night and I've taken nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Now let's see. six. And, and when they are done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes. I don't know they can even use great multitude for fishes. Say, so great multitude of fishes and their net break. And They become unto their partners, which were in the other sheep, that they should come and help them. And they came, and then the final verse now, and filled both the sheep so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I'm a sinful man. Oh Lord, how do I? For a few minutes, even this morning, I'll be sharing with you the power of the saints' word, the power of the saint's word last week we spoke about activating the power in the written word today we want to look at the power of the saint's word shall we pray father thank you entrance of the word gives light gives understanding unto the simple a simple folks we've come to learn at your feet i make my tongue the pen of a ready writer lord write your word upon the spirit of your people after now make us better people in jesus name i prayed amen have your seat in god's presence I-, I would like to say this that if you are in church today you are a superstar Uh, You are a superstar. Um, I said this about uh, maybe four weeks ago also. And when rain falls in Lagos, people don't come to church. Or let's say people don't go to church. Uh, They say, let's do it online. The funny thing about online is that they are cooking, they are also listening. Uh, (laughs) Some people are past hearing me online now, but for, for you to really get the gist online, you need to actually pay attention more than usual because distractions are everywhere in your house. I want to encourage you, if you are listening online, we celebrate, salute you, but I want to encourage you to take notes and be very serious and intentional with God's word. And I want to also encourage you to be intentional. Now, I, I, I told myself after Sunday last week that I'm going to try as much as I can to ensure that my sermons are shorter than they are now, but I also want to teach you God's word that it will be practicable, chewable, and it can be useful for your life and for every area of your life. All right? So the power... Of the sent word. Now we read certain things in the passage. Let me start with the story of the centurion. Um, no, let's start with Peter. So Peter was a very professional um, fisherman and he, he got to that place and Jesus said, Throw, launch out your net. And he began to tell him, Listen, I've done this all night and we did not come with anything. That means we caught nothing. Absolutely. Please, can, can, you, can you give me a definition of nothing? Uh if 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 somebody says, um, I think it's Obina that says, "No sense shishi." Be something like that, right? Shishi means what? Nothing, all right. So nothing, absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. That's that, that that's what it calls. Uh so it means that it was a fruitless exercise. Uh, and um, it, many of us also have businesses, and it seems to you that the business is not growing. It seems to you that the business is also fruitless. Allow me to say to you that the difference between a fruitful and a fruitless business is the same word from God. Immediately Jesus came on the scene, and Jesus spoke. Fruitfulness came. The Bible says the same guys who according to the law of fishing. You don't fish during the day. You fish at night. Even contrary and against every law, they fish and they caught something. Why? Because they are the word from God. Is someone following me. They had a word from God. They had a word from Jesus. Now, let me also go here and talk about the centurion. Now, the centurion had a servant that was sick. And the centurion understood basically and fully what it means uh, to be a man under authority. Do you understand that? Because he said himself, he said, I say to one, go. And he goes. If you are in the army, you know that people don't listen. They don't listen. If they say shoot, they just shoot. They They don't ask questions. And he knew that because he said these things and this thing happened, if he would also receive a word from Adonai, it's also going to happen. Someone following me. So he said, you don't have to come. Many of us are in that situation that I tell you now what you're going through. Do you know that if you see Jesus physically right now, he walks into this place and he tells you your business grows from now. You see him, he holds you by the hand, you are shaking, you fall down. Do you know you are going to go home differently? You are going to tell your parents, even your enemy, you can even tell them to call in the village and help you put a speaker on your phone because you want to announce to everybody that your life has changed. You know why? Because you saw the presence of Jesus. But the same word, this man was saying, I don't need your presence in my house. I don't need you to follow me. I don't need to disturb your itinerary. I just need you to release a word. Because if you would speak, my situation will change. Is someone following me? And immediately Jesus spoke. The Bible says, at that very moment, he wasn't. Uh, they didn't get home and began to pray and hold hands and believe God. Immediately the sent word was released. Power came. The power of what? The sent word. Listen to this. When Jesus said, "I've not, there's no greater faith. You know, Jesus said, it, said, there's no greater faith. I've not found in all of Israel." I believe what Jesus said. Do you know many of us make decisions based on the sense word? Amen. Um, I somebody told you he's going to marry you, and you're blushing. He probably was not even in the location he just called you and said, I'm going to marry you, and you're blushing. You are already preparing and behaving like a married woman. You know why? Because somebody gave the word. What if the person is a failure? What if the person was lying? Is someone following you? All right. So let's go back. Let's go back to the sermon now. I know exactly where I was. I believe God, I know exactly where I was. Glory to God. Amen. All right. So you make plans based on the sent word. Do you understand that? Okay. So somebody called you from the U.S. and I said, hello. Uh, and, and you remember, know, it's your cousin. I say, what are you doing in Nigeria? Begin to make plans. You come to America. I'll send, send you a visa. Do you know that you were based on that sent word? You can even resign. <laughs> say, what is this nation? rubbish. In fact, you begin to see things differently. You see, At your workplace, when they say, sit down, you say, why should... This man is a terror. You know why? Because you have a sense word. A word from a man. A man that can fail you. But I'm telling you that we make decisions based on that word. Just words, no physical evidence. The question therefore is that do you have faith in the sense word of God? Do you have faith in the sense word of God? The problem many times uh, is not that the word of God is not sent to us, uh, but the problem is the receiver of God's word. The problem is not the word that is sent. The problem is the receiver of the word. Let me begin to make some statements here like I normally do. You see, many people believe that God is powerful. They believe that God is powerful. He can do all things. They do not just believe that his power is residing in his word. Therefore, you want the presence, not the word. Therefore, you want the shaking, but not the word. Why? Because, yes, God can do all things. I've not seen anybody, even the devil believes. Even it's his belief that God can do all things. The difference is that he does not believe God will do it for him. Listen, let me say this to you again. Do you know it is easy to believe in the power of the Spirit? Do you know that? That it is, it is easy to believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know Why? Because there are manifestations and demonstrations of the power of the spirit. <laughs> Everybody, the chair, don't scatter. It's easy. But when the power of the word is spoken about, it doesn't come that dramatic. So the moment, ew, that was so drama with the word, glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So it doesn't come with such so drama. Do you get what I'm saying? So it, it, it means that, I mean, if somebody lay hands on you. You fell down. You get that? So, when you stand up, you can believe I'm healed. God. Because I didn't fall down by myself. Something fell me down. I must be healed. Do you understand that? But when they release a word to your life, nothing changes. Emotionally, nothing changes. Psychologically, so you're wondering what's going on here. Listen to this. If we will attain to the fullness of God, we must be able to unleash what I call the twin power of the word and the Holy Spirit in our world. The twin power of the word and the Holy Spirit. Can I say again that some things in our life will change instantaneously by the power of the Spirit and the Word, but some things will take process. Do you get that? Imagine pulling down a mountain or an obstacle with a, with a trailer or a tractor. It goes down once, right? But that same thing can be pulled down by you just chipping it down, small, small. It's still a process, but it's also still going to happen. Listen, at the end of this, some my purpose is to have you say, nevertheless, at your word, I would I throw the earth. Nevertheless, at your word, I will throw the net. Has God sent a word to you? You know, that's why some people look at me and say, no, that's spiritual. I don't understand what you're saying, really. Brother, I'm asking you, sister, has God sent a word to you? Somebody's saying, what is God's word like? Good. Has God said the word to you that you are going to get married? I'm going to give you a husband. I'm going to give you a wife. You'll be the great ministry for me. You'll be a captain of an industry. Has God said to you, I'm going to give you a job? Has he ever told you, you're going to teach my people to become more like me? Has he ever spoken to you about your family, that your family will be great in the land? Or is he a knowing inside of you that I'm going to be great? You can't explain it, but there is a knowing that there is more. I, I, I'm going to be great. Has God ever spoken to you? Can we take a moment? You know, we do praise break, dance break. Can we take a moment to just uh, think about the sent word, personally, that God has sent you, so that it doesn't look like you're just writing notes and just listening to this guy? It's class, so. Do you have a sent word? Has God ever spoken to you? Can you take a moment to, if you can, don't worry, your note is your note. Glory to God. Uh, can you take a moment to just write it down? And just put it down under that same note. A sense word. He told me. I'm not sure, but he told me. C- can, you, can you just think about it? Bring it up. Bring the sense word up. You were sleeping, you had a dream. Now, how does the word of the Lord come to us? I'm not going to teach on this. A day is going to come, I'm going to teach on how the word of the Lord comes. Because maybe this will help you understand better whether you have a sense or order. God's word can come to you in these ways. It can come via a vision. Do you understand that? God's word can come via a vision. God's word, number two, can come via prophecy. So somebody speaks to you, says it to you. God's word can also come to you via a dream. So you can have a dream. I'm not saying I have a dream like Martin Luther. I'm, I'm saying that you dreamt. Uh, and then you saw something, or you—I mean, there was a day I, I dream and I saw myself preaching to thousands. Now that was that was instructive for me. God, God speaks to you that way. Sometimes you have an inner voice. That means a voice in your human spirit. The Bible says there's a spirit in man, and the spirit of God giveth him understanding. So you have a spirit inside of you. So sometimes what your spirit receives from God, uh, from the spirit of God, it titrates to your human mind. Is what you call that inner voice. Another thing is a deep knowing. Uh, I mean, you can't place it, but you just know you are going to be great. <laughs> you, you don't know it, but you know you are supposed to sell real estate. It's not like you receive a word. I remember one time they, they were doing counseling for some guys. And then they asked. I told them, I said, guy, you know that those people are, they are very big people. You don't just go to them, say, this is my wife. It's like an interview. Uh, they are big men. <laughs> you can't just so. what will you tell them and what is your proof? Do you have a word from God? Because when you see this panel, what are you going to answer? See, I don't have anything. All I know is that there is a knowing inside of me that this is my wife. You know, that knowing is enough. That knowing is enough. Sometimes you can also hear what you call an audible voice. Uh, but many people through their life until they die will never hear an audible voice. So don't go around looking for audible voice. Amen. Glory to God. I think I've only had something close to an audible voice once in my life. So many people, it's not a sign of your spirituality. Glory to God. Now, that's how God sends. So do you have a sent word from God? Now you you are able to appreciate it more. Now listen. Listen, dear friend. One of the things God sends in order to change a life and to change a story, to change a person, to change a nation, to change the pivot of your life is to send a word to you. When God wants to transform a people, when God wants to change a person, when God wants to change a society, what he does is to send a word. So I call it, and this is how I put it. You see, God's word is a transforming divine capsule. It's a capsule. Encapsulated in that thing is the grace to change your life. So God's word is a divine capsule when it is released to your life. Uh, it transforms and changes your life. So look at Jeremiah and say, God's word... It's a divine capsule that transforms life. So, when you have a word from God, you have life, you have grace, you have possibilities in God. Listen to this. You might not have all the shakings, the groanings, the sweating, or all those great supernatural experiences. But you have received a word from God. Dear friend, that is all you need. That is all you need. That's all Isaac needed. Stay in this land. All he needed, he didn't fall down, stay in this land, and he prospered in that time of famine because he had a word from God. Listen, the way a man rejoices when he receives an alert is the same way you must rejoice after God credits your spiritual accounts with the alert of his word. Yeah. Are you are, is somebody listening to me? Yeah. The greater the credit alert, the greater the rejoicing. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? When I check my phone and I see Allah, thank you. I say, Glory to God. Glory to God. I remember one day I was praying. I was praying in the midst of life. I just entered Lagos. And then I was in the midst of life. I was in the room alone praying. I said, God, God, God. You have to send provision. Amen. Then I began to worship Him. Because in the midst of the prayer, I just said, uh, check this phone. I checked the phone. I saw one. Something told me it's not one. Alert. You know when you see one dot, I say, it's not 1,000. I open, press the thing. I counted the zeros. It was six zeros. I chewed the phone on the bed and I began to dance and rejoice. <laughs> Listen, there is a way that kind of alert hits you. It hits differently. Do you understand what I'm saying? that day i was not i can never be that day i was not going to be sad i can enter traffic for 10 hours i was not going to be sad i was not living in the traffic i was not i was living in rejoicing somebody listening to what i'm saying <laughs> so what i'm trying to say to you is that the way you rejoice when god also credits because you see the word of god is an alert to your spirit man is a potential and a possibility of what can happen like I tell people, the word is useless if it's not used. The same way money that is not used is useless. You may not have soap and you have money in your account. If you don't use it, you will not buy soap. Are you, are you following me? It therefore means that God's word that has been credited into your account, a spiritual account, must be used for you to enter into the fullness of what God sent the word for. Now, now, I said that God's word is is a capsule. I want to move very fast here. I said God's word is a capsule. I don't know whether you were born in those days of the red and yellow capsule. Uh, Did you use red and yellow capsule? Almost everything that is wrong with you, they will give you red and yellow capsule. Uh, They call it bobonish. You have diarrhea, take it. Uh, You have a running stomach, take it. Your stomach is not doing well, take it. I mean, even when you enter some more in Lagos, they call them that time mean, they you have to cause there's one Aporo Jedi that they used to sell those days. he heals everything. Headache, back ache, stomach ache, every ache in your body, even leg ache. You just take it. Why? Because he has the potential, that's what they say to you, to heal everything. Can I say to someone today that when God's word comes, it's a capsule. I don't know whether you have ever opened a red and yellow capsule before. You just open it. You see there's something inside. Today, I want to tell you that God's word is also a capsule. And in that capsule, there are certain things. And those are the things I want to share with you today. And then we go, home, praise God. How do you, What when you unravel these things, what do you find there? Number one, the saint's word, it heals all disease and infirmities. <laughs> you see that? It's like tetracycline. Glory to God, Akpore Pajedi itself. but this is Akporo spiritual. Glory to God. Amen, everything, when you have a sense word, it heals all disease and sickness. The purpose of the word is to heal and deliver us. Do you need physical healing, emotional healing, psychological healing? What you need is a sense word. There is a word from God. When that word is spoken, it will send you off sick, better, and to the place of complete healing. Last week I shared with you how my travels, and I was sick, and in my travels, one of the things I knew that I could not die now was that I knew that the nations have not heard my voice. Why? There was a sense word preceding that time, and that sense word was going to heal me. You know, when you travel on the road, you should not bother about dying on the road. Because you have a sent word. God said to you that you are going to build the biggest estate company in Nigeria. Look at what you are building. It has not even become the biggest in the And you are thinking of death. Why? Because it is not possible. What will preserve you is the sent word. If you have a word from God, that word heals and delivers you from all sickness and infirmities. I tell people it's important you stay in the written word concerning your healing. But do you want to have a complete assurance despite your sickness? Inquire of the Lord. That's what I taught on Thursday. That's how to find God's will in your situation by inquiring of the Lord. And as I sat and I slept on my bed, I mean, I never sat. I slept most of the time. I just, even if you are not sleeping, just lie down. That's the only thing I could do. And I began to inquire of the Lord. God, what am I What's going on? And I knew it like I knew my name that I was rising. It doesn't matter what generals told me. It doesn't matter what the consultant said. All that matter was that I knew that I knew that I knew that I was going to come, come over. Listen to this. When you have a sense what it preserves your life. I tell people you will not be afraid of being sacked because God gave you that job. Are you following me this morning? It's important. Psalm 107 verse 20. The Bible says he sent his word. His word healed and delivered them from all their infirmities. He healed, healed them. Delivered them from all their infirmities. I don't know whether you have ever read 2 Kings chapter 20. The Bible talked about the king Hezekiah. Hezekiah was sick now unto death. No, sorry. Yeah, that's it. King Hezekiah, sick now unto death. The prophet Isaiah had a real word for him. And he, what was the word? God said to him, put your house in order, you are going to die. You are going to die. The sent word was death. But Hezekiah said to himself, no. So when Hezekiah turned, against, turned himself against the wall, you know what Hezekiah began to say? first thing he said was, remember. <laughs> when you have a message that is contrary to God's word in your life, the first thing to say to God is, remember. You said this. You are not a man that you should lie. You said this. So he said, remember. How I've served you. Remember. And before Isaiah got home, I've never seen that speed before. You see, when you remind God of his word, he's been, that's why when I, I love that maverick song, he's the man of his word. When you remind God of his word, the speed is so fast. The Bible says, before Isaiah got home, God told him, say, go back to him.
1: <laughs>
0: One thing know about they told him, remember, he said, go back. And he added that 15 more years to his life. That was somebody they said, you should go and build his grave. Are you following what I'm saying? But the same word, the moment that happened, He was saying, God, how will I know these things? He said, You request a sign. He's so sure. Matthew chapter 8, verse 8, that we read. The moment that man said to, that man, the said, himself, he said, Speak the word only, and my servant will me. When you have the word from God, you have a healing from God. Number two, in that same council. In that same capsule, in that same capsule, is that that word sent to you old promises of divine possibilities. Wow. He holds promises of divine possibilities. Hallelujah. God's word to you reveals God's plan and blueprint for your life. <laughs> he reveals it. So listen, by his word you can determine the trajectory of your life. By what God said to you, you can know where God wants to take you to. Because it's divine possibilities. I know where God is taking me to. I know where I'm going to. When Joseph had dreams, Bible says, and he saw his brothers bowing to him. He knew that he was going to lead them. He didn't know the interpretation, but he knew they were going to bow down to him. Even his brothers knew. Why? Because God's word to him told him the trajectory of his life. Someone following me? When this woman inquired of the Lord. Um, I, I think that was the, 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 Rebecca. Inquired of the Lord, what's going on in my stomach? What's going on in my belly? He said, Two nations are inside of you. Rebecca knew that the young, the older one will serve the younger one. Why? Because he had already inquired. You see, when you have a sent word, you have divine possibilities. It doesn't matter the trials, the affliction, because I have a sent word, I know I'm going to pull through. Divine possibilities. If God tells you you are going to sing, you are going to be a music minister all over the nations, I can see that is the possibility. That is what God has said concerning you. So when I call you a music minister, you smile differently because that's the possibility God has shown you. If you said you are going to build the latest fintech company in in Nigeria, in Africa, I know that you're supposed to be in tech because that's the possibility God has given you. You have a sent word. You have a sent word. To know what your future looks like. All I need to do is to ask you what has God been telling you. Because when I hear what God has been telling you. I know for certain. This is what God will do in your life. Because he is not a man that he should lie. Whatever he says he does. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the thought I think towards you. are thought of good not of evil to give you a future. And I hope. I love that translation. To take you to an expected end. It's an hand expected of God. And when I hear the sent word from God, I know what God is going to do about my life. Mary understood that because there was a sent word before Jesus came. So he knew that all the trials, he knew, she knew that Jesus was going to die. She knew this is the Savior. He didn't need a revelation. She didn't need a revelation. She knew. God said to Israel, I'm taking you to the land I promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So it really doesn't matter whether pharaoh or giants are in the land. Because God has said it. They knew they were going to get there. Is someone listening to me? Whatever God has told you, don't worry about the giants. Don't worry about the obstacles that are against you. You have a supernatural word from God. God is the backer. God is the sponsor. Every word of God will come to pass. It doesn't matter the now or the how. Don't worry about the how. God will do it. How shall I become pregnant, seeing I know not a man? That was Mary's question. <laughs> he said, the power of the highest will overshadow you. And that great one shall be born. Will become the child of God. We call the child of God. Listen, here is a message for you. It is not the size of the giant you face. Or the storm that matter. It is the word of God. It is the word you have from God. It is not the size of the giant. It is the word you have from God. The reason you are afraid of challenges is because you don't believe the power of the sent word. He has promises of divine possibilities. What is possible? People say, you know, when you are past the age of 30, you might not easily get somebody to marry. You have to laugh and smile at them at whatever they are saying, because God has told you you are going to get married. Is someone following me? Because it is what God says that matters, not what men say. Number three, it guarantees what God is willing to do in you, for you, and through you. Every word from God guarantees what God is willing to do for you, in you, and through you. Through you, is going to raise a nation. Through you, is going to deliver a generation. It guarantees what God is willing to do. God's word sent into your life will be fulfilled. Why? Because God is the guarantor of the word. Do you know there are are jobs, if you want them, you are going to have to find a guarantor. Uh, Almost every good job, you wouldn't need to get a guarantor. Is that not so? Do you know that at certain times when they see your guarantor, they give you jobs because they see that name. And they feel, ah, ah, (laughs) this is the name you are bringing to the table. Do you ever feel that the person who guarantees his word... Is the person who speaks. Can I explain that? To you? If a man comes to you, I, I normally use this when I'm preaching on finances. But let, me, let me use this example, I think it's appropriate here. If a man comes to you and, and says to you, I'm going to give you 100,000 naira, if you don't know him before, you know, you'll be stupid to believe that just like we do evangelism, I just come to you on the road and I say tomorrow I'm giving you $100,000 and you get to my start going on Jumia looking for shoes because you want to spend the 100000 You know you are stupid if you believe that because even the person who said it may be stupid. Uh, do you understand that? Now imagine he now comes and knocks the door and delivers the hundred k. Now, that's not a story. If he comes to you again after two weeks and then promise you five hundred k. You will not, depending on who you are. 500 100,000 is small, it's big. That guy is a, a dupe. Now, but in a way, you will go on Jumia and check some things. In a way. Now, if it delivers, now see him coming again. You will see him coming, but you will not want to greet him.
1: But he say, Hello, say Hi.
0: If he says, by next week, I'm giving you ten million millionaires. Now, the difference between 500 and so, 10 million is far. But do you know what you will do? You will dance. You know why? Because you can count him dependable. Because you know that when he sees it, he fulfills it. Now, let's not imagine that he delivers that ten million naira. He now comes. As you see him this time, you don't Papa. How far are you there? I'm going well. By this time tomorrow, I'm going to drop 100 million error for you. Listen to this. You go online and immediately start looking for an office, people you are going to employ. That dream is coming to pass. There's no need of a miracle. It is a miracle. Why? Because you know that 100 million will enter. He's so sure. Why? Because over the years, the guy has built what you call integrity. A symbol and alignment of action and word. When he says it, he does it. Is someone following me? If the man is guaranteeing the word, you see, every character guarantees the word they give you. Every character. Therefore, if there are some men they meet you and they're asking you out, you must be stupid to say yes because you already know them, that they are dogs. Glory to God. Do you know that? So their character means that their word cannot be trusted. Can I say this to you, that the person who guarantees the word himself is the creator of the word. He's God. He's the one who ensured that you woke up this morning. It wasn't the alarm. If it was the alarm, we would put alarms you eating, in in loots everywhere, so that beside dead bodies, they went, oh, no, 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 they don't wake up. It means that what woke you was God. What kept you was His mercy. It is that same God, the dependable God. You know, I believe believers sing songs, but they don't mean it. Dependable, dependable God. Hey, YouTube, blanky board. It doesn't matter how it comes my way; you are still God. Hey. Attention now. And then they will be dancing, jumping. Glory to God. And that same God says tomorrow, by this time you have a new job. And then they say, dependable. They do like they don't hear the word. Because they don't want to be heartbroken. Because they are saying that God can't be trusted. When you receive the word, there is an alert in your spiritual account. And you must learn to rejoice. He said, my covenant I will not break. He I will keep every word that proceeds from my mouth. He said, I swore by my holiness to David. Psalms 89, 34 to 35. 1 Samuel 15, 29. said, the fear of Israel will not lie, neither will he relent." The fear of Israel, talking about God. Consider very quickly, let's consider very quickly Hebrews chapter 6. Can I have Hebrews chapter 6 on the screen very quickly? Hebrews chapter 6, 13 to 18. Listen, what does he say? Hebrews chapter 6, 13 to 18. God said something in Hebrews 6, 13 to 18 that I want to show you. And I I think it's very important that we understand that when God speaks, there are two things that backs his word up. Are we going to get it? Good. Oh, sorry. Hebrews 6, 13 to 18. God is the guarantor of his word. The same God that sent his word to Abraham. Now, look at that. I said 13 to 18. For when God made promise to Abraham, as he made a promise to you, no, bitch. let's speak, speak to me. As he made a promise to you, so change that word to, when God made a promise to Phishal, then he, are you listening? Because he could swear by no one greater. You know, when you want to swear, you say, oh, Lord, I'll do it for you. God, I'll do it. <laughs> but what do God swear by? God say God. He said, because he could swear by no one greater. He swore by himself. I was right. He said, God. (laughs) If God wants to say, that's why he said, I am. I will do it. He was swearing by himself. He said, saying, surely, blessing, I. You can see that. I will bless thee. Multiplying, I will multiply thee. Verse 15. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. What's the promise? That the blessing, he will bless him. Do you see that? Now verse seven. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for them is confirmation to them an end of all strife. So when you are in love with somebody, you people can just cut blood and suck blood. And I'll marry you. Glory to God. Wherein God willing more abundantly to shew into the ears of promise, that word immutability is the word unchangeable. It means unchanging. The unchanging counsel. It means unto the ears of promise, the immutability of his counsel, Confirm it by an oath. That by two unchangeable things, of which it is impossible for God to lie. So what were the two things? God's word and God had an oath. I, by myself. Listen to this. Every time God speaks to you, there are two immutable counsel. Two immutable things that are there. The first one is the word God said to you. His spoken word. And then the second one is when he says, I will do it. I, pointing to his and holds to God. It's God saying, listen, it will never change. It's cancel and his holds. Now what did he swear by? He swore by himself because nothing is higher than God. Nothing is higher than God. The same God of Abraham is your God. He will deliver what he has promised. And then number four, he delivers from every destruction. God's word, when it comes to you, it will deliver you. I've been in the midst of life a few times. I've been close to death a few times. And I can assure you, God's word preserves and delivers from destruction. God's word does what? Delivers from destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. As I even preach now, I remember the faithfulness of God in many times, many seasons. I think it was year 2002, 2001, we were coming from our village. You know, village people followed us. Glory to God. We are coming from our village and village people followed us. And uh, I remember that... Um, as we were, were using a space wagon then, as the space wagon was going, and then um, the tire in front just busted, and um, while I just started hearing that voice, Jesus, Jesus, you know there are things you just joined the chorus, you didn't start from you, when you're in certain situations, and as the car was um, oscillating or moving there and there, I joined the chorus and I heard another shout, another noise, and then the second tire also busted, the village people followed us, glory to God. And then there was going to be an head on collision, and my dad decided it's better to enter a bush, not knowing that it was a ditch, not a bush. No, they really followed us. Glory to God. And so eventually I knew that when I came to my consciousness, uh, something was dripping to my face. And then I touched it, and I discovered it was uh, what so I was drinking, but I was uh, turned down and all of that. Uh, before that time, I'd always said that I would not die in an accident. I didn't know why I just started saying it. I just knew that I would not die in an accident. It's annoying. It's it's something I'm sure of. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are certain things you know. You know that even if there is no job in Nigeria, you can never be jobless. There is a knowing. You you just know it. Even if people marry wrong, you cannot marry wrong. Are you following what I'm saying to you? You, you know that even if there are no ideas thriving in Nigeria, your own idea will thrive. You know that if people are not receiving favor, you will receive favor because God has spoken to you. He said, I will show you favor. It's not that you find it in God's word. It's that God said it again to you. As you are reading scriptures, the thing became life to you. And you knew he was talking to you personally. So you know it delivers from destruction. The devil try to take the life of Jesus. He may come after you too, but remains resolutely confident. The word that sent and commissioned you is enough to preserve you. It's enough. Number five, it transforms and changes situation. It transforms and changes situation. Listen, when God speaks to you, and I love this. Ha, hey, you may be far from it. For God doesn't speak in the language of the news. No, he is not a God of current affairs. He speaks what shall be. His language is futuristic. Do you understand what I just said? When God speaks to you, you may look far from it, from that reality. So many of us doubt it. For God doesn't speak in the language of the news. So, you know when you hear the news, it's what has happened. Abi, God is not a current affairs God. He speaks futuristic. So when God looked, he caused Cephas. He said he called him Simon. He said, "Upon this rock, I'll build my church." And I looked at Peter. Peter was at best a wind. He, what is rock? Every, he just oscillates like this. He, he did was not stable. But God was not calling him by who he is. He was calling him by what he was going to be. Are you following me? If God says you are a millionaire, it does not mean you have millions now. Is somebody? He's calling you by what shall be. He called Abraham the father of many nations. This was somebody who was finding difficult to get his wife pregnant.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you get what I'm trying to say to you? Listen, but when God's word came, Jesus went to the disciples and he said to them, he said, I will make you fishers of men. These were classless failures, uneducated guys. But when Jesus was done with them, when the word saints became life to them, they alone, Found the whole world, the right side up, they stood before the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Bible says, They took note, the Bible says, knowing that they were ignorant and unlearned men, they took notice of what being with Jesus had done for them. Can I say to you that they took notice of believing the saints' word, what? what He did to them? He moved Joseph from the desert to the slavery to prison, but He ended him in the palace. It's not the process, it's the end game. It's not the process. It's where your life ends. If you believe God's word is going to transform you, it will take you from where you are on your journey to the place where God has destined for you. Isaiah chapter 9 and then verse 8. I love that verse. The Bible says, He sent a word to Jacob. He became the light upon which Israel traveled. And that's how you say, He sent a word to Jacob. He alighted upon Israel. What does that mean? It means that God spoke to him while he was a Jacob. But the reality... Was that it became Israel by the reason of the word of God? Do you know the difference? Israel had to give back to twelve nations. Jacob gave, gave back to twelve nations. The conflict, all that they, you know, he was duped. Marriage duped. I've never heard that one before. Do you see that? I opened my wife's veil and then I said, it's not Lami day, it is Lati day. Do you understand? I said, what kind of duping is this? This is scam. Do you understand? That's what exactly happened to him. He was duped. He was scammed. And he had to marry eventually the love of his life and the sister of his life. Do you understand that? So he married, you know, that thing of, it was my sister. You know, that thing is raining now. Glory to God. Uh, It's like a sister to me. Glory to God. And you know, that like a sister. So he married like a sister to him and married the love of his life. Glory to God. And two of them together, there was conflict. And do you know that the barrenness of the love of his life was intentional? If not for that barrenness. There will not be competition to have many children. Are you following me? If not for the barrenness, uh, he probably will not continually go to Leah. But Leah was not loved, but Leah was fruitful. So he kept going to Leah to have seed after him. uh, And first child, second child, third child, fourth child. And then Rachel discovered I am barren uh, and decided I'm going to introduce another thing to the game. Because God's word was going to come to pass. Uh, He has sent a word to Jacob. uh, He must alight upon Israel. Are you following me? And what what happened? Uh, He said, take my maid. And just let let her give it back to a child for my sake. A 12 nation was going to be giving back to And so they released that one. One child came from that one too. Another one. Leah discovered, I'm not fruitful again. I also have a maid. Bah, you took the, they take this one too. Another child. Pam, pam, pam. The thing was increasing. And then God said, you are barren. Open nature. And immediately. Joseph came forth. And as Joseph came forth, the Leah said, no, now you can't have the last one. I have again. Paul, another child came forth. They began to do it like popcorn. Hallelujah. But you know what? The reality of God's word came alive. In the midst of conflict. Therefore, you see, you cannot use your head to think of the manifestation of the Word of God. Many of us think it is going to be in the easy and, the, you know, like my daughters will say, they say easy peasy. That means it's, uh, this is not hard work. you gave us it's easy peasy. You, you think it's going to be easy for God's word to be transformed to reality, but God's going to take any process it needs to take. But the reality is that you will end up exactly where He wants you to be, which is the manifestation of His Word. It may not be easy. I'm preaching fire now and you're
1: thinking <laughs>
0: but when you walk through it I was saying it two Thursdays days ago understand it will come to pass is someone listening to me is someone listening to me Psalm 105 17-19 scripture made it again very clear that the word of the Lord will always come to pass can I move quickly here number 6 listen the word of the Lord makes wise he that operates in the world operates in godly wisdom. Not in the wisdom of this world that passes, but in godly wisdom. Matthew 7, 24-25. Therefore, whoever hears these saying of mine, and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the flood came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. It was founded where? It was founded where? Listen, there are times that you need to build your life on the word of God. It is wisdom to build your life on the word of God. Look at your name and say it is wisdom. To build your life on the word of God. If God says, leave now, leave. by immediately. Are you following me? If God says, stay, stay. Why? Because it is wisdom. He's likening him to somebody who built his house on the rock. It might not make sense. Everything God tells you might not make sense. Can I emphasize that again? Everything God says to you might not make sense. It doesn't mean God speaks senselessly. It doesn't mean that God is only in the senseless. Are you following me? But there are certain times what God will tell you to do will not make sense to you. It won't make logical sense to you how can God tell me to resign a 6 digits job to go and do a startup in Nigeria where there's no fare? How can I leave the known for the unknown? Why can't I just start it together? But God said no. You see, these are things that God comes to, that comes to us and I must assure you that it is wisdom to build your house even with God's word because that's, that's it. And then finally, it gives an assured and lasting foundation. When God gives you a word and you build it on it, it's a foundation. Jesus said, I liken that man to a man who builds his house on the rock. When the rain and the flood comes, it stabilizes. It, it can't go down because you are built on the word of God. Can I say to you that the reason that business may be suffering is that you don't have a word from God? If you have a word from God, even though there are no bias, it cannot die. The word of God dies someone following me forever oh lord your word is settled you see heaven and earth may pass but not the title of his word we go without being fulfilled if god has said it, it is done if god has said it, it is so you need to come to that assurance and that reality whatever god tells me is done Is done now how do you maximize the power in the sense Well, three things number one it must be received God's word must be received. The potency of the saint's word is not unleashed until it is received by you. How do you receive something? You receive it with thanksgiving. How? When God speaks to you, you just begin to celebrate. If not come to pass, but I know it will come to pass. Receive the word. How if I send you an alert and you believe there's money in your account, there's a way you will act differently. Do you understand what I'm saying? How do you receive God's word? You receive it by faith. Do you understand? Receive it. God says, this is what it's going to do. I tell you, start rejoicing now. You see that scripture? I rejoice at your word. Like they that I find great spoil. When the saint's word came, he began to rejoice. Do you have a word from God? Immediately you had a dream. You woke up. Tell everybody that you can tell. My life has changed. My story has changed. Glory to God. Hey. God, even God in the heavens we can't even play with this because you just just showed you and you have gone on the wings of that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So what is number one? What do you do? Receiving the word is what gives wings to the word. If the word of God will fly in your life then it must of necessity be received. Do you understand that? Number two, it must be believed. When you receive the word from God you are past the first order. The second order, the first order means the information was well communicated. That means I received it, I I, I had it, I wrote it down. And then what happens, number two, is to believe God's word. Believe what he has said to you. Listen to this, Luke chapter 1, verse 45. The Bible says, blessed is he that believed, because there shall be a performance of that which is spoken of the Lord. Who is he that believed? So listen, blessed are you. When I see scriptures, I personalize it. Blessed are you because you believe, because there shall be a performance of that which is spoken of the Lord. The saints' word will come to pass. Why? Because you believe it. Not because he said it to you, but because you believe it.
1: The Bible says, blessed
0: is he who believes, because there shall be a performance of that which is spoken of the Lord. And then finally, number three, as we close, the word of the Lord must be constantly spoken. I don't know what you believe until you begin to say it. The greatest evidence that you have received and believed God's word is that you begin to speak his word back to him. This is how you convert God's promises. God's word, sorry, into promises. If you are going to convert God's word into promises, that's what you are going to do. Somebody looked at me and said, but God's word is promises. No. Listen to this. A promise is an undertaking to fulfill an obligation after being demanded. Do you understand that? So if you buy a refrigerator and there is a promise that if the refrigerator spoils after two years, there's a warranty that is going to be returned. That's a promise. Now, do you know that that refrigerator can spoil if you don't demand, nothing will happen? Are you following me? So you have to take it back there and demand that they change it or they repair it for you. That is promise, promise. That's how it is demanded, and that's how it is fulfilled. I remember a story. One man made a promise, I'm going to do this for you every month. And then I waited one month, nothing happened. Second, ah. So I called him. I said, ah, sir, you have forgotten. That's when he now gave me the definition of this promise that I'm giving you. He said, I have forgotten. He said, if you have not reminded me, he said, that would have been the end of it. He said, but now that you have reminded me, I will do the needful. He said promises is, is an obligation. I have said I will do this, but it has to be demanded. Listen, if you are going to convert God's word into your life to promises, you have to convert it by demanding it. God has said it. It has been lying following your life for many years. The word of God concerning your life. And you have even gotten angry, depressed, and think that God is fake, and every church is a scammer. Because you have not converted the promises to a reality. How you do it is to speak it. To keep demanding and knocking heaven at the door. And saying, yes, this is what's going to happen. On Thursday, I'm going to be teaching... On ensuring the performance of the promises of God, ensuring the performance of the word of God. I want you to join us on that Thursday service. Mix it it's gonna be powerful. Ensuring the performance um, of God's word. The Bible says in Proverbs 18:21, uh, it says life and death are in the power of your tongue. Uh, he who knows how to use it will eat the food thereof. Listen, the moment you keep saying anything contrary to what God has said to you, you are killing that word. You are killing that word. You are killing that water but the moment you keep saying life you are giving life to that water and that word will fly Hebrews 13 5 to 6 uh, Bible says he has said uh, I will never leave you nor forsake you so that you can also say so God said it that you can say that the Lord is my helper I will not fear what man can do to me. You know why you should not fear? Because he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He is by your side. It is that word that God said that made you to come into boldness. But that boldness is not enough. It must be said. Listen to this. I remember the Goliath and the David story? It was not Goliath that, I said it last week, it wasn't Goliath that, it wasn't David's stone that killed Goliath. It was first David's mouth. I will feed you. ah. Uh-uh. He said, oh my God. I read, I read David. I said, this man, where was, that, where was that energy from? Where was that grace from? Where was that lion roaring from? He said, you have not come against me. You have defied the host of the armies of Israel. He said, this day, I will feed your carcasses for the birds of the hair. Hey! Yesterday, we were still looking at Andre the giant. Seven feet tall. He weighed 500 pounds. Converts to kilo to kg, that's just 226 kg. That's just 226 kg, 7.4 feet tall. Glory to God. Hallelujah. At last check, I think I was 75 or thereabouts. So this is 226 kg. Glory to God. And 7.4 feet tall. You look at him like this. I mean, Andre the Giant, that guy was a wrestler in the 80s. I mean, that guy is like a representative of what Goliath looks like. And now, you imagine the liver that this David young boy had. I would say, I will feed your carcass for the birds of the hair. Oh, Lagbara. It was the spirit of the lion inside of him. We are too, we are too gentle as believers. We are too gentle. You are afraid of everything and anything. You do not understand that what God has said, God is also able to come, make it come to pass. Finally, brethren, I remind you of a story in Second Kings chapter 7. Second king chapter 7 there was famine in Israel Israel was at war and they were fenced in and so there was so much famine that people were killing their own children to eat it was that terrible in second king chapter 7 the king decided I'm going to go and I'm going to go and meet the prophet elisha he's a wicked man he's the one who has caused us into this trouble and elisha said in second king chapter 7 and verse 1 he said by this time tomorrow hey he said by this time tomorrow he said are you there he said, A measure of fine flour shall be sold for a shekel. And two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria." This was a place where people were buying dung, cow dung. Do you understand that kind of farming? One bear, malu. Glory to God. In case you don't understand it, they were selling sheets for cow. And people were buying to heat. That was how bad the farming was. And he was saying, Listen, by tomorrow this time, fine flour will be sold for a shekel. Bakers will know that today in Nigeria, flowers are sold very expensively. Glory to God hallelujah. And then somebody said in verse 2, go to verse 2 very quickly. He said, then the Lord on whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God. You see, this is a, this is somebody like Tosin. You know, these are economic specialists. They advise you. Uh, they say, this cannot happen. This is rubbish. I mean, <laughs> there are people who walk in the, people, places they call old things and consulting places, you understand? They cannot. This is rubbish. They answered the man of God and said, behold, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And I love the prophet. He said, Oh, thou shalt see it with thy eye. But shall not eat it thereof. Listen to this. This is my point. Immediately God's sent word came out. Verse 2 says, immediately afterwards, a voice of doubt followed. Immediately God says a word to you, a voice of doubt will follow it. To steal the word, to take the word from you. Therefore, you must you must have a pavilion tower. that guy is the word. And say nothing shall hinder that word from coming to pass in my life. And listen to this. If you go further in that story. In verse 16, exactly what the saint's word said was fulfilled. Exactly. You see, God will start a thing. So God made the Samaria, the guys who are enemies, they were hearing things. And they began alone and left all of their things. Let me say this to you. This is the way God works. Some things will change in this nation because of you. And you are not listening. That's how the sense word works. Somebody will fight his his wife. Sorry, no, no wife. Boyfriend and girlfriend. Somebody will fight because you need a wife. Are you following me? Somebody will come and and, and they will become born again. Because they have been sleeping with each other. They will become born again. Because that is your husband. Are you following what I'm saying? So God has a way of starting something in a circle because somebody else in another circle needs to be blessed. Somebody, a company who just decided want to offload our staff. You know, they just say, under 200 people are going. Because somebody in that place needs to be promoted. And the people up, they will not go. You know, people in India, professors, they want to be there seventy. And you, you are reading PhD so that you can become a lecturer. Where will you lecture? So God will have to send some people back in. So you see, it's not every process that you don't understand that you should be saying it is wrong. Because some things are working for you. That is why Paul said in Romans 8, verse 28, that all things work together for good to them who love God and them who are called according to his purpose. The Saint's word will deliver you. The sent word is your own. It's personal to you, and it will liberate you. Put down your heart, bow down your head, and begin to say to God. I want you to begin to speak the word. Begin to speak the word. Begin to speak the word. You see, I, I said it that you have to believe it, receive it, and then begin to speak it. I want you to begin to speak the word into your life. And say, Lord, I live by your word. Hey! Lord, I live by every word from your mouth. I'm like a tree by the streams, I'm bearing fruits, my leaves are green, oh Lord.
1: I live by Your word, my roshingalevosa kata edebedekelelo shagara. Lord, I live by Your word. Hey, Abash. Lord, I live by every word from Your mouth. I'm like a tree by the streams. I very fruit while it's a green. Oh Lord, I live by Your word. Maya kurega e nabashadaya. Lord, I live by Your word from your mouth I'm like a tree by the streams I'm very full my lips are green oh, Lord. i live by your word my show I sing in the day. you have a sense word from God that word will break an highway for you that word will make an highway for you it may not look like it but that word which will make an highway for you in the name of Jesus that word will make an highway for you, Marco Shia, a get a little catabalipro I got time. If somebody says, Lord, I receive that one, I receive that dream. I know many years ago you gave me, but I abandoned it. Lord, I live by that dream, I receive that vision in the name of Jesus. I receive it without knowing. Now I know it's a voice from you, Lord. I go back and I say, Lord, I receive the potency of the set one because I know that one. Entails divine possibilities. Uh, that word uh, entails divine promises. Uh, that word uh, is wisdom for my life. Uh, that word uh, is the blueprint for my life. Uh, and I receive your word. Uh, I know that word. It will That word is the It will uh, Mission. I know that my deliverance is coming. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go the house. I'm going Yes. Yeah. Lord, I live by your word. Lord, I live by every word, not some. Every word from your mouth. Glossy cake bolsa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Can you rise on your feet we will just wanna just say prayer together Can you rise on your feet malu shenke di ali brasu die dadem rakai ashigele kashuma masende hi awada they are no kibaletor what the other the Lord. Me tima car pi e
1: yi for ru alipa. Seneca opuye ekiadabane prosanine novra kaliha. God life has affected you. Mahina mo kweseliha. You are held my word before you saw you believe me te ken palia,
0: but you are living by an idea. Tipa copi ekeru abiashanda
1: heli keliya davancha. But you see the word That I gave you in your dream That is my word And it's going to come to pass Don't listen to the voice of men Don't listen to the voice of doubt As you hold on to my word And I will come to the scene And I will change things for your sake Say the Lord You are on the threshold of giving up, you are almost giving up on hope. But yet a little while, yet a little while, there shall be a performance of all of my promises. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: Lift up your hands want you to say i rejoice i found your word lord i rejoice i rejoice i rejoice
1: somebody here i need to go i need to tell you you can start again you can start again my lord she you can start again. In your career, in your business, in your spiritual work, you can start again. I just see that word new start. New start. new start, new start. New start. He knows you by name. You matter to him. of your right hand unto God and say after me Lord I believe your word I stand on your word I
0: receive that word and I trust and I know that you are starting a process for me as I leap on to your word I declare that I
1: will not faint but I follow your word I rejoice because I see translations. I see transformation. I see alignment to your word and to your will. My life is transformed. My life is changed by your word. Thank you, Father. In Jesus'
0: name, amen. All head bowed, all eyes closed. Nobody looking around. We are born again under the sound of my voice. If Jesus will come now. You are sure you are going to make heaven. Raise your right hand up to God. Only those people. Only those people. I'm born again. If Jesus comes now, I'm going to make heaven. Raise your right hand up to God. If your hand is not raised. It means one or two things. See that you are not born again. or you, know, you are not sure of your salvation. I want you to enter into a place of certainty and assuredness even this morning. If you are saying, you know what? P.F. you to pray for me. I want today to be that day. I want this day 26th of June to be that day. Where I just step out into newness and into new things. Would you do me a favor? Would you put your hand on your chest? I'd like to pray with you. You're saying, you know what? I want to enter into newness. Would you put your hand on your chest? I want to enter a new walk with God. Put your hand on your chest. Is there anybody? Is there anyone? Father, we thank you. How do now we glorify you for your word? Thank you because you have sent your word. You have sent your word. Thank you, Father. Give you praise. We exalt and we honor you. Father, we worship you.
1: Thank you for listening. This has
0: been The Living Word. If you have been blessed by this teaching, or for counseling, or any other inquiry, kindly send us an email to pfa at the ransomedhouse.com or fisayoadenii at yahoo.com. Or please call 0912 772 3824. The Ransomed House, empowering people
1: to live for Jesus.